You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. good team I've ever been around when it comes to playoff time the urgency and excitement and effort level goes up to a whole new level and the teams that I've been on that haven't been very good playoff time just feels like week 11 week 12 week 13 it doesn't feel like the playoffs we all know that in the postseason the stakes are higher and the pressure to perform at your best becomes even more intense Coaches and players alike need to be mentally and physically prepared to navigate the challenges of championship and playoff weeks. In this episode with several playoff experienced coaches, the importance of maintaining a heightened level of consistency emerged as a central theme in preparing for these crucial moments. We're joined by the offensive coordinator of USFL Michigan Panthers, Eric Marty, head coach of Austin P. University, Scotty Walden, and head coach of Avon High School in Ohio, Mike Elder to discuss this heightened level of consistency needed in playoff preparation. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512-814-6158 or visit them on their website or social media. Mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code coach 24 to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is the premier online fundraising platform using innovative technology to create the easiest and most efficient system available. Raise more money in less time with a local fundraising coach who works with your team every step of the way to customize the ideal fundraiser. With options for online donations, 
digital discount cards, premium product sales, and even spirit shops, Vertical Rays has top-of-the-line solutions for every fundraising style. To find out more, visit verticalrays.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser. First, Coach Eric Marty stressed the need to recenter the team and emphasize the urgency of the situation. He emphasized the significance of staying in the moment and making the most of opportunities presented during playoff time. He also highlighted the importance of elevating the urgency, excitement, and effort level, emphasizing a good team's performance should reach a whole new level during the playoffs. There are a couple things that I really try and emphasize to our guys when we get in those critical situations. And the first, I really think you need to recenter your team and kind of get them back in the moment because it's no longer obviously a situation like during the season where you can lose a football game and still be playing the football the next week or lose the game in the middle of the season and still have five weeks left. I think you really have to center your group who a lot of times is a little fatigued and a little tired and look in the eye and say, listen, in a week or two or three or four, hopefully after we've won a championship game, when this is all over, we can all be on our couch and hanging out and doing whatever, but we're all going to be thinking back to these moments and, how excited and how much we miss them. And these are opportunities we'll never get again. So I think you have to really make sure that you get your guys to comprehend and understand the the urgency of the situation. And then the second thing I really try and communicate to my guys is every good team I've ever been around, when it comes to playoff time, the urgency and excitement and effort level goes up to a whole new level. And the teams that I've been on that haven't been very good, Playoff time just feels like week 11, week 12, week 13. It doesn't feel like the playoffs. And so really trying to make sure guys understand that, hey, if we're going to be a special team, if we have great leaders on this team, with these opportunities, we're going to be laser focused versus we're going to be a group that's got our coaches pleading and prodding and pushing us, trying to get our our focus to to another level. So those are the things I really try and uh, communicate to our guys once we get to that playoff level, playoff environment, when, again, we all know we're fatigued, we all know we're tired, but at the same time, we've worked all year long for these opportunities, and we got to make sure we stay in the moment and make the most of our opportunities. Coach Scotty Walden echoed the sentiment of consistency, emphasizing the need to treat every opponent in game with the same level of preparation and energy. He emphasized the value of maintaining a consistent approach without adding unnecessary pressure, focusing on meticulous details, and staying true to the process. Yeah, really experienced this last year. We had to uh, win the conference title. We had to go in and uh, beat a really good Kennesaw State team late in the year, and we knew what was on the line. And, uh, you know, through that experience and through some of my other experiences, the biggest thing I've learned is, you know, hey, do what you do and, and, and treat every opponent in every game the same and I'm a big believer in that I don't I don't think that it's you know we're not going to get up for this team and get down for this team and change the way we prepare change the energy I think consistency is the key because I think once you start tell your guys already know what's on the line they already know they they they're smart that this the, the world is more connected than ever they're looking at social media they're looking at the articles they're looking at what your SID is putting out they're looking at what your high school you know people are putting out they know what's at stake. They look at the standings probably more than we do, and we don't even realize it, you know, sometimes. So there's no need for me to come in and to reiterate that, beat them over the head, say, hey, we got to get this right because the championship's on the line. I think that adds pressure 
unneeded pressure. You know, there's always there's pressure every week to win football games and to be at your best. And so I try to not change who I am and not change what we're doing, keep everything consistent. And if anything that you ramp up, you just make sure that you're looking at the smallest finite details and coaching and get lost in the process. We have a saying in our program all the time, it's process over results. That's what, that's what it's driven. And it's all about our process. And then we're going to put our best foot forward and hopefully the result is what we're seeking but we gotta we gotta work on our process first. We have to be detail oriented and keep our process consistent. And that means our schedule consistent. That means our team meetings consistent. They don't need a rah rah speech from me or from any you know anybody on our team. This is it, guys. This is all we got. Hey, we work for this. We train for this. We are confident in what we are doing, and we believe in what we are doing. And that's why we're gonna go win. And I think that that approach, you know, shows that your team has confidence in what they're doing and they deserve to be where they're at. Obviously, what you've been doing has worked. So don't change who you are at this point in the year. Be who you are and get lost in the meticulous details. If there's a six-inch step that's not six inches, coach the heck out of that and get those guys lost in the process. We do we do focus points every week for each position, meaning – uh, the most minute focus points, I've been doing those for about 10 years now, and I think they're one of the best things that we do. And they're the most minute focal points by position. I make the coaches turn them into me every week. And that that allows our players and coaches to focus on that focus point you've given them, whether it's a knee over your, your toe in your stance or what, whatever that minute detail is. And it puts the focus on the process instead of Saturday, the championship, the playoff game, Friday night, the playoff game, this, no get lost in the process of what it's going to take to win that game, which is going to be the most minute details and staying true to, to your process every day. I've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective. So I'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast. This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision-making at the speed of the game. Modern football stands out because it's a battle-tested platform used by teams at all levels, like four-time national champion Bishop Gorman, the five-time California state champion Folsom Bulldogs, six-time Texas state champion Lake Travis, Cal football, and the CFL's Grey Cup champions, the Montreal Alouettes. So book a demo today to see why these teams trust modern football technology. Visit www teammofo.com slash demo and mention coaching coordinator podcast or use the coupon code CC10 to receive 10% off your first year. Coach Mike Elder, drawing from his extensive experience in deep playoff runs, emphasized the significance of keeping practices short to keep players fresh and excited. He highlighted the importance of preventing over-preparation and maintaining a consistent approach even during the heightened stakes of playoff games. Additionally, he underscored the value of utilizing the postseason to also develop and prepare future players, thereby building a sustainable and successful program. I'm all about building a program, and I, and I think that anybody can have a good team here and there, but what separates the great programs from the good teams? And, you know, we've historically been able to make deep playoff runs year in and year out, you know, been in the playoffs 13 straight years, and have made a lot of deep runs and the one of the things that we'll do um, when it's playoff time is again keep those practices short 
I think it does a few things. It gets your guys fresh. It gets their legs back. Um, it keeps them excited, but it also prevents you from, be, from becoming scheme rich and execution poor. There's nothing worse than sitting down when you're in the playoffs and feeling like you should prepare differently or you need more um, because what you're doing is what got you. You know, what you've been doing is what got you there. And the last thing you want to do, maybe a wrinkle here, wrinkle there, is reinvent the wheel. And it, it, time, too much time is actually a bad thing for coaches, you know, as you get closer because I think – People want to add more when the gains and the stakes become bigger, and I think that's a huge mistake. But what we've also done with that 20 minutes of cut practice is I'll take my varsity guys when they're done with practice, and I'll bring them off to the side, and I'll release them and get them off the field early, and we will keep our young guys afterwards. And there's always another 25 to 30-minute period where now we're working with our, our future players. Um, the guys that are going to be starters next year. And so some people are like, man, you know, you're getting ready to play in the state final four and you got an hour and 40 minute practice. Those kids are off the field and you're out there coaching your JV kids. That's because we want to be a great program. And uh, if you're going to do that, the other part is you have to have a staff meeting. And we do. Like it's week 12 and we're having a staff meeting talking about next year, all seniors off the board. And of course, we're trying to win that game and we're not shorting those kids. But we're talking about who's going to be in what positions the following year to make sure that, you know, we're going to utilize those those four or five weeks of the playoffs to get kids in the right positions for the following year. Um, and that's been really beneficial for us to to continue to be successful year in and year out. I really feel like for teams who do it that way, and, you know, I think you had the experience in college of, of being part of the Mountain Union machine where you guys were playing deep into the year every single year, those five extra weeks, and you think about it, you guys, if you're approaching it that way with your young guys, you're getting a half of a season more of practice than any other team out there to move your guys ahead. It's almost, when you think about it, it's going to take you a little bit more time as a coach. It's going to take you a little bit more time in preparing, but the dividends that pay, as you say, in building that program rather than this just just this year's team are huge. Our last year's senior class made it to week 15 all their years, their sophomore and junior years. And we said by the time they were seniors, that's 10 extra weeks of practice. That's that's the full season that, that we had extra time to practice with these these kids. And so um, we definitely think that that's, that's crucial. And, and how important is that? Like the season's ending and you're getting ready to turn in your gear and then you're talking about next season and you've got a kid now who saw you take an interest in him week 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. You talk to them about where you see them fitting next year. What are they going to need to get there? Hey, you're going to have to gain, you know, 25, 30 pounds and we can get that done in the off season. Um, and you got to work on these specific things. And uh, I think that just excites kids for the future too, because you're, you're kind of, you're certainly trying to win in the now, um, but you're also looking at those kids who might just feel left out during those playoffs and, and giving them a purpose that gets them motivated for the offseason. The common thread among these coaches' insights is on the emphasis on maintaining consistency in approach and preparation, even as the intensity of the games escalate. This consistency extends beyond just the player's performance on the field. It encompasses the entire team's mindset, practice routines, and coaching strategies. Keep tuning in as we take you through the playoff and championship weeks, as well as season wrap-up. Go to coachingcoordinator.com to sign up for our weekly tip sheet, which runs down the best ideas from each week.